Shamika, come and sit down here, please. Let's talk. I said, come and sit down here. What's happening? My baby. <laughs> Shamika, it come to my attention that after several months of talking, it's like I still don't know you very well. We'll just be talking, 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 talking. Date, date, turn up, turn up. Your friends will join us every time. No intimate time alone. No, 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 no nothing like that. What happened now? Maximus, what do you mean? We do know each other. No, Shamika, not like that. I mean, really get to know each other. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh-uh, nothing now. No sugars, no nightcap. Like, what's the problem now? I think I'll be doing well now. I take care of you. I take care of your friends. Your car is paid for. Your rent paid one year advance. Come on. No lovey lovey for me. What happened now? More I know for my hand, I beg. Well, Maximus, I was just taking my time, like, just to get to really know you, like, know your soul, like, your mind. Damn my soul and my mind. This is my boy, boy downstairs. Need some action now. It's been how many months? I've never changed my oil yet. I want to change this oil. What's happening? Shamika. Fuck, man. Uh-uh. Maximus, calm down. No, you calm down first. Are you changing your own oil? I need someone to change my oil. You change my oil. This kind of be that. Wow. You finally figured out how to uh, do the team. Might be not. There's a lot been going on. So... You know, we have a, we have new uh, nominees for democratic stars, all that things, man. Shit. Yeah, your favorite rapper is running for presidency. It's your favorite rapper is running for president. Wow, um, you know I only listen to folk music. But now we're lying. It's cool. Yeah. Like Af- like Afro pop is dropping in like a week. Anyways, uh, I can't wait. <laughs> you know what I realized today. What did you realize today? You know how Instagram does the lyric video? Yes. They don't have one. I'm not the lyric video, but they post the lyrics when you select the song. Correct. They don't have before you wake up on there. That's a, that's a, we need to inform the respective parties to let them know. They have some kind of remix that some DJ did, but before you wake, and that one doesn't have lyrics. But before we have you wake to, up we, original, we, we have to call the in to find out why that is. I didn't want to say the name, but you know, I mean, she dropped I mean, the name. I mean, she's been, she's, she's been on the show before. She's a friend of the show. Yeah, she's a friend of the show. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. Welcome, What's everyone, good? to... What's good? After you welcome them. After you welcome them. Yeah, before we tell everybody what's good, we have to welcome everybody first, man. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. Welcome. What episode is it? 62? Welcome. Yes, let's figure it out. Uh, yeah, I'm going to assume that was, Welcome, everyone, to episode 62 of No Wild Hub Podcast. You are... Um, I know we know, you, we know you've missed us. Well, well. We've um, missed you even more. Absolutely. Uh, no Wild the Podcast, where, uh, you know, you have two friendly goats from... Um, of, of African origin that basically uh, give you the bands unless you know what's going on in the in the cold show. You know what I'm saying? Thanks, um, thanks. I I feel like we ha- yo, it's been a minute, bro. Online, yeah, like even in person, online, like there's a pandemic going on. Um, this social distancing is trash, bro. Yeah, we still checking on each other. Obviously, I know we speak at least once a week. I feel like or. 
I'm going to snitch on Bauer, though, because Bauer has definitely been outside. Jesus is love! I have. I have. I have. 100%. I've been out here selling some outside of the truck. Hey! You know know I've barely been outside because I didn't even get none. Like, literally, every time he's, like, out of, you know, he's hosting a a shindig. You haven't been outside? I mean, what is? I don't even know what outside looks like right now, bro. Oh, wow, so the only outside you know is the Burner album. <laughs> wow, that's a good one. I don't know if you say that. No, 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 I'm not. I'm we're, exclu- we're excluding talk of everyone's bib. We're excluding that talk. <laughs> anyway, no, yeah, I've been out a little bit, obviously, as an essential, essential worker. Do me a essential worker. As labeled my craft. How you so just how you just make him sound like he's a river state governor? <laughs> governor Cuomo. 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 <laughs> Go teach me. His brother from um AIT. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my lord. Nah, Too but funny. um yeah, I've been out. I've been out. Um it we've been we took some time off. Obviously, there's been a lot of blessings and additions to our families and our lives, and a lot has happened. Well, I think Absolutely. we all needed some time, and we've also just been like getting some things situated in our personal and private lives. Fact. So um, obviously, we have conversations and we update each other on how things are going. But uh, we also needed the break, and we also didn't want to come in and speak when we weren't ready to like get into it and be our same self, you know. Very much. So, but we definitely missed it, though. But I think obviously now we're back in a similar energy. And um, obviously, 2020 gives you topics every three hours. Like, you don't even... Literally, as we were going through the notes for this episode, like, four different topics popped up that we weren't even thinking about. That, um, that, this one, how about this one? No, this one better. Like, it's, bro, it does not end. 2020 is just, it's it's on, what's that, the Limitless Pill? It's it's showing up. Also, when did they? When did the Revel scooters uh, get banned? Because I definitely was about to ride one of those the other day, and they were just gone. Um, I think it was mid last month. Got it. Because they were they were everywhere. Like, I would I would say like a month, two months ago, I was seeing them everywhere. I was in Brooklyn for um, you know, back and forth between the city and Brooklyn, and um, I was definitely seeing those scooters everywhere, and like. Those riders did not give right. one shits. Yeah, um, it was the second death of the Revel scooter that led to being banned in New York. That's why. Um, so what's it called? I, I know I would be uptown and I would see mandoms with no helmet. I've heard people wear drag racing. I seen a picture of it in somebody's kitchen. In their a rebel in somebody's kitchen. Jesus yes. is love. I'm always fascinated when I see like city bikes and things like that um, on th- on social media, like in places that they're not supposed to be. I've seen. I mean, we've all seen city bikes on social media in random places, like people's houses and shit. But rebel scooters—that's interesting. How about we have this? Um, I wonder if I can get a, a one of those scooters, like unbranded. Like, where would I go? That's not China to get one of those things. Uh, I'm sure it's out. You know what I mean? Like with this being banned and probably somebody was trying to get a cheaper version out. I'm sure you can. Well, it would be in China, right? Probably hasn't left the warehouse. 
Shit. We figured it. We figured that one out, Sha. Yeah, yeah. We know you rich people like it, but wow, allegedly. Anyways, um, do you want to talk about um, uh, your favorite rapper, Wallen, basically trying to sabotage the upcoming election, or what is so? What is what is the meaning of this? Who's my favorite rapper? You know Kanye West is your favorite rapper, bro. Oh, Kanye. Yeah, I mean, you're the one that keeps bringing up Yeezus being the greatest album of all time. It's cool, and I, I get it. I Yeezus, I like Yeezus. I like Yeezus. Yeah, so that's, how, that's how I know you're definitely voting for Trump, but it's fine. It's cool. Wow. It's cool. I, I didn't mind. I didn't mind Jesus. I'm sorry. Um, but I, don't, I don't understand people that think, like, the life of Pablo or Jesus was better than, say, like, Dr. Sid Fantasy. I saw those takes on that. I'm not saying you did that. No, no, yeah. You know but, where I stand. Dr. Yeah. Dr. Fantasy has one of probably his best work. But, um, I definitely have been seeing some hot takes on the timeline ever since. Life of Pablo was... The reason Life of Pablo is what Life of Pablo is, I think it's because of the backlash Yeezus got, mm, right? So yeah. it was one of those things where it's like, yeah, you know, the gay fans were like, yeah, I come in a little too hard for my mans, and he just gave you our flows again, you know? So sure. I, think, I think that's, it was like the revenge for the fan base. Well, I'm sure Kanye too, you know, the, the whispers and all that, the talk, shit talking. Well, he went on um, Breakfast Club and they were talking shit about Yeezus, so. Yeah. I, I just I think I think the past few months has been interesting as a as a fan of Kanye's music and not necessarily of his latest antics. Um, I think for most of the and I know we've talked about it in episodes in the past, I think for most people that have been fans of Kanye for a long time, um, a lot of us are struggling to kind of have to address his mental his clear mental illness and mm-hmm. his and his outbursts based on his manic you know, his manic uh, outbursts on social media or in interviews or whatnot. So my thing is like, look, we know Kanye needs help. Whoever's around him should be helping him get help instead of, um, you know, giving him the the chance to self-destruct on the timeline. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Uh, I I just don't think it's fair for everybody that cares about Kanye West to have to see him have, you know, these episodes. You know what I mean? Um, that's just me and I know that I feel like if it was another artist that was going through a similar thing like they would have taken his phone by now you know what I mean so I, I just don't understand why the people around him well I, I think I think obviously maybe he it wouldn't have gotten as much attention as well because I'm sure the people showing signs of mental issues that you know were just Britney Spears right that uh, just I'm put in the same pedestal as Kanye is being put in so whatever Kanye says says trends you know it makes news um, did, you, did you did you see the thing where it said that he was intentionally sabotaging uh the article right yeah uh, that, um, it came out that it was a poetry improve. um yeah i saw that i absolutely saw that um it, it doesn't shock me because technically yay rocks with trump Jesus his wife works with trump obviously they do a lot they've done a lot to free some innocent men and women. So kudos to them. You know, like nobody's all bad or all good, you know? Without fault and nobody is just just straight, you know, doesn't have a conscience and all that or have some kind of heart. So um, it's like, yes, Kanye can do good and have bad intentions for us. Yes, Kanye can make good music and if you think good sneakers or good clothes, 
and still be a horrible candidate or a horrible, I would say, I don't want to say a horrible black man, right? Mm. But speaking on slavery being an option, speaking on previous civil rights leader or speaking on people that did so much for the black race, yeah, you know, in a negative light, like it holds, and knowing your voice holds weight and your voice can sway people's uh, opinion. I, I, can you? I don't know. I hate to say someone can be doing, doing bad at being something because there should be no exact right way to be a black person. You know, mm, yeah. like you can literally like reverse. Reverse the movement. You can stall the movement. You could just change the topic or the narrative, and now we got to talk about something else. You know what I mean? I have so going on. Yeah, I agree with that. I have so many hot takes concerning uh, Kanye's presence in the political landscape as is. I I just don't under I just don't understand why he he of all the people that I know are connected to him that actually would make more sense. in a political um, space. I mean, Ryan Fest has actually been a part of local government um, right. in, well, in Chicago. Uh, Lupe, well, Lupe has been very outspoken about um, the past governments that have run this country. And, you know, and he's, he's been willing to die on that sword. Absolutely. Very, very commendable. So, um, yeah, so I just don't understand why... I mean, I understand why he's doing it because he's a narcissist and he's also clearly, um, um, you know, going through his own personal battles. Uh, you, you see, I've learned how to, I've learned how, I've learned how to be politically correct. <laughs> no, I, it's, no, I 100%, 100% get where you're, where you're taking it. My thing, I think, because Kanye wasn't embraced by Obama. No. Obama being from Chicago. Obama, Obama called him a jackass. Right. Obama came after the president that he called a racist. You know, mm-hmm. there were just so many things that you thought would work out, right? Yeah. But it didn't and, work out. Yeah. And then we have Trump. Trump embraces him. So if we're saying there's some kind of mental health issue going on with Ye, and the fact that I think Ye can easily be swayed in his opinions. Yeah, I did. There's old Kanye, there's new Kanye, there's Kanye this week, there's Kanye emotional about that this week. Yeah, the current current administration definitely exploited um, Kanye's current mental state for their own advancement. And, you know, unfortunately, uh, the next generation, the generation after us are very much influenced by everything Kanye does. Um, and, and the fear is that uh, with that influence, we will get a similar situation or a repeat of what happened in the last election where a lot of votes that could have went to, you know, a more formidable candidate would be lost because of the votes going to someone who never had a chance. That's my thing, right? And I think yeah. Kanye is, this is what I think we should watch for, right? Because Kanye right now, he, he's big on being pro-life, right? Yeah. So I think as we see what Biden passionately, uh, I don't know if that man has a bone of passion outside of doing that. I mean, but if he, whatever, if he remembers whatever, to have a bone of passion. Yeah, whatever Biden and Harris stand on heavy, I think we have to see if Kanye continues to sabotage certain topics, right? If Trump says the Trump candidacy and the committee is like, okay, let's speak on this or let's go against that. If Kanye is along those lines, I think things are clear. I, I think it's clear already, but hopefully we get to 
see more of where the hell he's taking things. Yeah, um, it's going to be very interesting, bro. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm actually, when they announced um, Harris as, as Biden's VP, I immediately thought about how nasty, a few, a few things. I thought, okay, um, a lot of people in our circle have been very vocal about um, Kamala Harris's past, you know, in government, uh, you know, in California, her role in locking black people up and breaking up families, et cetera, et cetera. I've heard everything, right? I've heard how, you know, Biden has also played a role in breaking up the black family and writing laws that send black people to jail and using black black men in the prison force for cheap labor and, and things like that. I've heard, I've heard everything, right? So my thing is, with Harris now being chosen as... Um, the vice presidential candidate for Biden. My fear is that the the upcoming news cycles are just going to be filled with misogynoir. Like yeah, all the pieces in the world that tear down this black woman will be written and distributed, and we will be forced to ingest that content and defend this woman. Even the ones that don't necessarily care for her will be emotionally tied to the fact that it's a black woman that's on a you know in a very special position that they have to defend her it's going to be a shit show and i'm just it's like from one exhausting measure in politics to the next like and then you have the other side of people that are just happy that um the election is coming up and they have a chance to get the current administration out um so it's going to be a wild ride bro like it like we're a step closer to the next thing but it's going to be a wild ride. Yeah. It's so weird, right? Because now Trump says, I am Mr. Law and Order, right? Yeah. Or, or, or uh, you know, or um, uh, I'm the, you know, he said something about Biden not being, you know, not not being the Christian, whatever, right. not, so not supporting Christian so values crazy. or something. Because I think this campaign is going to let us know that the people who vote are like Trump don't necessarily like Trump. They just like that he pisses certain people off. Correct. It's It's about the reactions. Yeah. So now you're going to have Mr. Law and Order attack people for being pro-law and order, right? You're going to have him attack... The, whatever it is they stand for, he's going to attack it, even though he says he's that, you know? So yeah. I think we're starting to see that. A lot of times when um some kind of news breaks on Trump saying something or ending something or being starting, you know, whatever it is, you get a lot of the supporters like, oh, this is going to piss the Dems off. This is going to piss the libs off, you know? Yeah. That's so the one thing. I, that's the thing I hate about bipartisan politics in this country. It's like, yeah, it's, it's, it's not even necessarily yeah. about it's gang good. shit. Literally, it's gang shit. It's not necessarily about good or bad. It's just, here's my agenda. Here's my party's agenda. I'm pushing it regardless of how it makes you feel. And if you don't fuck with it, we don't care. Like, there's millions and millions and you know, millions of dollars being pumped into both sides. And they don't care who lives or dies in the process. It's just about pushing their own agendas. So um, this country is interesting, bro. Like, one wants to believe in the system, but, you know, you and I both know that, I mean, you and I both seen things that make it very difficult to even necessarily have a position when, when, when things are happening in politics. So it's like, what's real and what's not like in a, in a, in a perfect world, I would have 
love to see Elizabeth Warren elevated in Perfect. such a... That, oh, my God. That would have been so, so... You know what I mean? You know, Cause, it's... Because for me, it's not about Black... It's not about who's... You know, the, the, the other thing I really, really dislike is all of the people on my timeline today, they're like, aren't you happy to see a Black woman? Aren't you happy to see a Black, 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 Black? For me, for me the, the pandering, the color... The pandering and using color to pander frustrates me so much because i don't you know like the expectation people have for america is so it's tiring for me like the expectations are so low for me like they're gonna pander like when we said black power they made us it's basically changed to black lives matter right so it's yeah. no longer but, like give us strength give us power just treat us as equals right yeah because so of course now I, I would saying, love to i would love to see a black woman, you know, in a position of, of, you know, as right, a vice president or president. Right. I would have loved to see a black woman, you know, clinch the, the, the Democratic or whatever major party nomination. It would have been lovely to see. But the truth is, you know, all the candidates, all the options we really had across the board were pretty much booty. And to me personally, I thought that Elizabeth Warren had the least baggage out of all of her contenders in in order to um, it's the least that's the least like is the least pandering like it's it doesn't feel like pandering. Yeah. Like I don't know how to put it, but with all of all the candidates, right? It sounds she like she felt the most being, real. It felt like the being, most real. It just I don't even know. It just feels like we're being hurt, right? Because now yeah. we ask for Black Lives Matter, people just paint stuff on different streets and tell us this is this is this is like what matters this is this is what you want and that's what come um they're making miss harris it's like yeah this is it this is a sign of the times no this is not what we're talking about it's not a just just don't throw black people in certain spaces and be like all right this is it because yeah. it just I doesn't mean, work like that yeah it feels like affirmative action in politics and it's you know i i i i i, I hate to look like the guy that's hating because it, that's what it's going to sound like, but I'm not the only person that feels that way. And I've seen it all, all, all up and down my timeline. I know you've seen it all but up and down your timeline. No, wonderful not, to I see a half-Black, half-Indian woman that is, rep, that is rep, rep, representing multiple cultures and representing diversity, but track record. Is right, she every- qualified to be in a position to stand for the issues that we actually give a shit about? That is what I care about. Um, or are more black families going to be broken up under her guise? Or, you know, is she going to pander? You know, has she been pandering to get the to clinch the the nomination? Most people that I know would say yes. Um, is she going to continue pandering in her position once she's you know inside the White House? Um, most people in our circle would say yes. So is and is that what our country needs right now? Most people would say, eh, it's better than having 45 in the White House. So I get it. Um, the reality is uh, many people I know are making sure that their passports are active. <laughs> like, I don't know if I'm not a, like, it's just, <laughs> the team tired of me. Like, now I just EBT, think just bro, have EBT to, teens. Boys EBT. are great. Boys EBT's, my brother, Charlie, EBT's. <laughs> like, we just need to get mans out of here, and then we should start dialogue on the third-party system. Like, Because 
the one thing I'll give to the generation after us is they do not care. Nope. Not like, they do not care. They nope. had, or they still have the police department on edge, bro. Like, they're yeah. ready to push. They're ready to just get them clean out of here. We were never that energy. We were just like, nope. hey, just arrest them, suspend them, you know, like, get them off our streets. Like, we respect what you guys do. Uh, nah. Get them mm-hmm. all the help out here. So I think it's perfect time for like the third party system to happen. But it, it let's just get man's out of here first. Let I just want to see this man like step out of office because I don't know how it's gonna happen. I just don't. I feel like he's not gonna leave. Um, I mean, I we've. Just, I mean, I, again, us being ni- us being dirt. Nigerians. Right. Us being Nigerians, so we've seen we've seen the worst of the worst with people not trying to seed power. So it wouldn't right. surprise me, Sha. But if that happens, I'm out of here. I'm going to just figure it out in another country. Not a big problem. Yeah, I might, I might. I told you, I might have to find a way to get that Ghanaian passport. Uh, I know. Let's just we can just hit up Abdul. You know, he's a plug, so we can just right. figure it out. I've seen pictures with him and the president. So hey, uh, don't worry. She be a watati. We have gone to. Uh, we have gone the to. Uh, <laughs> don't finish the statement. Don't finish that sentence. They will be. They will just calling us Charlie anyhow. Hmm. What, 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 what would you be? What would be your Ghanaian name once you can fully convert to Ghanaian? Uh, I'm gonna just Google the day I was born, and we're gonna go with that. <laughs> you know what I mean? It ain't gotta be too deep. <laughs> Quadro Bonsu. That's yours. Mm, I don't know if Quadro would be. I don't. Deep yeah, I feel like you're not. You don't fit a. Quadro. I'd probably be a Nana. I feel like Nana, Nana would be okay for me. <laughs> nana, just straight up Nana. Just Nana. Nana, Nana Boateng. <laughs> oh, Nana, I like Nana Bonsu. Don't know. I don't Nana know why Bonsu. it's going on. <laughs> Nana Bonsu. Okay. Nana Bonsu. It's very simple. So, I don't want anything complex. My, my Wednesday names, I have Kwaku. 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 I can see you being Kwaku. Kwaku. Okay. You know what's right. really funny? And he's, he's going to hate me when he hears this, when he hears this, but um, at the beginning of quarantine, Basically, we took a bet that who would be the first one in in our group to get a haircut. And um, as slowly but surely, some of us started to get our haircuts in like May, June, et cetera. Mm-hmm. He got a haircut and put it in the group chat. And everybody in the group chat said, ah, you look very Ghanaian with that haircut. So, so they nicknamed him Kweku, but for short, it was Dr. Quex. Dr. Quex, why you put Dr. that Quex. Quex. It's cool, it's cool. He, I mean, he understands that, you know, he's the one that shared the future to the group chat. If you don't want to be called Dr. Quex, you shouldn't have got his... You don't, you don't put up pictures that remind people of Dr. Quex. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's still better than yeah. Big Shacks, anyway. Oh, wow. Well, I think so. I think I'll go with Kweku. Very yeah. simple. Kweku fits you, Sha. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, as long as, it as long as your name doesn't sound like a Sarkozy verse then you're fine and then yeah. what else and I put nah, yeah yeah I think I, I I'm down with Kweku Kweku's my do you know what day you were born um I want to say it was a 2SD you can google it real quick but Thursday it Kobe. was a Saturday I was a Saturday, Saturday. oh yeah Kwame hey Kwame Kwamena Kwamena Komi and Kwame Okay, so I'd be Kwame Bonsu. Mm-hmm, Kwame Bonsu, just like that. I don't like it. I want to be Nana. 
You could be Kwame Nana Bonsu. <sighs> Can be. Okay. I like right. it. I like that one. That's it. So, yes, there you go. Welcome to Nawahala, Kweku, and Kwame. Kwame. Kwame Nana. <laughs> Kwame Nana. <laughs> Kwame Nana. You have one word. Kwame Nana. Oh, man. All the Kwames and the Nanas we know are definitely going so to beat us up. 100%. If you hear election night comes and you find out who wins and it ain't who we would like, straight up Kweku and Kwame Nana. That's it. That's it. That's you know, it. I, I will just carry my shito and my banku and just head out. Get, get the shito out of here. Straight to British Airways and just head out. And then my, my accent will change from Lagosian accent to Tema Kumasi accent, where I will now, instead of saying walk like a Yoruba goat, I will now say work. Jesus! Because we have to work. Work, you know, work, we have work, to work, work with our people to get out of America and, you know, work on our accents. My homegirl is um, on her way to Nigeria right now. So she, oh, she got the charter flight? Good for her. She um she went from one place to one place to one place, and she's currently in Benet, about to cross borders into uh, Nigeria. Oh, wow. She did the... She did the she, she, <laughs> dog, she did what we did in December. Did I tell you how we basically got... Uh, we were in a precarious. We were in a precarious situation where we basically had to go through Togo and Benin and all these just to get to Ghana. I never told you that story. I don't think we covered that. Got it. It was a traumatic experience. But basically, what happened was um, we took a private flight to get to. Um, from Nigeria to Ghana because we were there was a flight that we were supposed to take that was overbooked. It was like some miscommunication happened where we weren't able to make our initial flight uh, during Desi December from Nigeria to Ghana for the second half of our Desi December um, engagement. And uh, what ended up happening is we took a you know a private flight from Lagos to Accra. But on the way back, hey, there was no me. We had to now jump on one of those, uh, um, I don't even know what they call those buses, Sha, but we jumped on those buses. Guy, it took us three days to get back to Lagos from Accra. What is the meaning of all this, Jack? I've, I've been to every country between How many Ghana and Nigeria. Bro, every time we stopped in another country, I had to figure out if we were speaking English or French or Portuguese. I had to figure out if we're, you know, giving little kids dollars or Naira or pound. I didn't know what the hell was going on, bro. It was nuts. We stopped in like four different countries, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, on the on the between Ghana and Nigeria. I didn't even realize there were that many countries between Ghana and Nigeria. But a bus trip, a bus trip will shock you when you fly. You don't even think about it. What is an hour flight from? Nigeria. But when you are driving, hey, the, the, it, literally, it literally took two, two to two and a half days. In them damn roads. It was, I didn't, even, I didn't even know people did that drive, bro. That shit was crazy. Money got to get made, bro. <laughs> it was crazy. We made it, Sha. I'm still here to tell the tale. <laughs> you don't know. You don't know um, why it's going on. The reason people in Ghana and Nigeria are so close is because we talk so much shit to them. But the only reason we do 
more than anybody else is we both speak English, I think. Like, this is very true. Everybody All the, basically, most of the countries between Ghana and Nigeria are not English-speaking countries oh, from, the, oh. from, from what I've learned. And, you know, oh, I never really thought of I never oh. thought about it. Yeah, I never thought. What's yeah, the, the next so, country to us is Benin Republic, right? Yeah, Benin. There's Benin and Burk- Togo. Togo and then Burkina Faso? Um, no, let me check. Benin, Togo, and I feel like is there one more? There might be one more. I think Burkina Faso. Oh, is Burkina Faso right next to Ghana? I believe so. Uh, I'm trying a blank here. I'm going to Google the map. <laughs> I'm also Googling gonna... the map. We're cheating. It's okay. We're... No, we're going to find out. We want to give the people the facts. It was nuts, bro. All I know is that by the time they had stamped my passport like three times before we actually got to the destination. And you know, oh, so what I also learned was because Nigeria is so backwards, basically when I went to Ghana from Nigeria in 2018, the previous year, they didn't okay. stamp they didn't stamp my passport when I was leaving um Accra to go back to Lagos before I flew back to the States. So because Ghana didn't actually stamp my passport to say that I had left Ghana, my passport basically showed as if I stayed in Ghana for an entire year. Mm. So when I tried to go into Ghana in 2019, in December, they were like, well, your passport says you are here for uh, 360 days. So, uh, explain to us, sir. And they basically made it, they were basically making it seem like I was like, did again, B. Yeah, like I was like selling drugs in Ghana for a year, which is absolutely nuts. And I, at first I didn't understand, I'm like, what do you mean? Like, I flew on a plane, I flew back to New York last year. I mean, that's all I remember. They're like, mm, your passport doesn't say that. Your passport says, my friend, that basically you were in Ghana for uh, a whole year. Jesus so uh, you have to explain love. to me or, you know, uh, pay some, you know, you have to fix this. You know, they're basically trying to basically say, if you want us to fix this, you pay us. I love how you put your Ghanaian accent and then you translate it for people. You're a good guy. I don't, I don't even You're know if... You know, hey, guy, uh, you have to explain this past pet team to us. Um, I don't know how you got uh, in and out of the country, hey! but uh, you have to pay us to fix your passport. It's all over. And I, and I was like, uh, well, I don't have any... Um, you know, I don't have any Ghanaian currency for you people, so uh, I don't have CD for you people. But um, if you want a dollar, well, the minute I said dollar, everybody around me was like, "Guy, shut up, shut up!" <laughs> because I forgot that when you make it clear that you're an American, they make your life very difficult. Of course, of course. Oh. Otami, yeah. so Otami, so far, so enjoying. I very much was in pain when I realized that I had to pay a certain amount of monies to get my passport fixed. They fixed it, Tosha. Right. They so fixed it. They scammed you out of a stamp and then made they did. the paper. 100%. Okay. They got me. That was the so first time that the I can recall. Game. Correct. They played the long game. That was the first time as an adult that I can recall that any government official in Africa was able to scam me out of paying to get out of something. And I hate that it had to happen in Ghana because I love Ghana so much. I hate that it had to be them. Well, they, you know, you got to, sometimes you got to pay taxes and they tax you. But, you know, what I will say is when they let us through, 
they didn't, it wasn't like an automated system where they had to have somebody actually go outside and let us say, like, you know, when you go through a tour, like the, like the easy pass joint where it's automated, there was like, a, they, had like they had like a little boy just untie a rope to lift the kidney up so they can pass through. It was very hilarious. I said, ah, I, will, I will very much tell this story to Abdul. Abdul laughed when I told him this full story. <laughs> Long game, bro. Yeah, that's how, that's, that's, how they, that's how they did me in Ghana. So when I make fun of Shita and Banku, you know, it comes yes. with some pain. You've earned, you've earned the right. Yes, that's, yes, yes. And now you've earned the right. Yes, that's what yeah, I mean. Just to just wrap that up, man, we hope and pray. Well, we just want man's out of here. But, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Whichever way. That's why when people were, like, reacting to the VP news, I thought he could have put, I don't even care who he picked. Not saying, you know, she's not qualified, so I don't want to say any names to make it look like we're downplaying it. Very happy a black woman is getting just due, you know, but we yeah. can't just make a broad ass stroke say every black woman is the same. They're not, you know what I mean? It's and true. obviously we she has a resume, she has a track record in which we're speaking on. Absolutely. You know? But regardless, it is get man's out of here and anybody that looks like they run in with man's, including your your um, favorite rapper. It is one of those. Whenever you say he's my favorite rapper, I can't even be mad because at one point, uh, he was definitely an artist that I, you know, you enjoy know. your music. Yeah, exactly. So, Can I uh, ask a question? Because I was thinking this the other day. What was the last Kanye song you were excited to hear? Like a new song. You're like, oh shit, Kanye got some shit coming. I'm very happy to hear this shit. Because now, when I hear Kanye has an album coming, I don't really, you know I mean? It ain't nothing for me to worry about. What was the last, you know what I mean? Because Kanye was there for us at a certain, you know, when it was gangster rap, gangster rap, you know, and he came out, he was just a breath of fresh air. So when did it start to just, like, fall apart? Um, when, okay, so the answer that I really wish I could uh, give, uh, I can't say, but the the second time that I realized, okay, maybe I'm wilding by uh, caping for him every time he does something wild um, was after, uh, I want to say it was uh, Meadows Music Fest when he performed and then ran off the stage because he found out that his wife and children were basically getting robbed in France. That was when I started to really worry about his, um, his mental state. And I can't really dive into the reasons why, because I learned some things about that scenario that made it very clear that, um, uh, he definitely needed, uh, real, like people around him that, you know, that really care about him. Uh, around and uh, I'm not sure if um, it's really hard for me to to talk about it. But basically, that was the time where I realized that he needed people around him that really give a fuck about Kanye West. Right, like I enjoy your music, but this is more about you than it's bigger than your music too because of what you learned. Correct. Right. So like I enjoy that you're making music, but I'm really more worried about you. Basically. Um, and then as time went by, then I'm learning that he's, you know, 
being admitted to hospitals and being restrained and being given, you know, certain medications to alter his moods. And, you know, now he's bipolar and he's this and that. And I'm just like, look, with all these different diagnoses that um, they're giving the guy, I really just hope that he has people around him that have his best interests at heart. And um, as time has gone on, I just don't know if we have seen that necessarily be the case. Like, none of us can say that he has people around him that have his best interests at heart, for sure. Like, we know that sometimes he has people around him that really care about him, but most of the time, um, we don't really see it. And I also learned recently that Kim hasn't even, him and Kim haven't been speaking for months. Like they haven't been around each other for months. Um, they, I feel like they recently had a conversation that was caught by paparazzi. Like he hasn't allowed Kim to fly out to Wyoming to see him. Like they've been beefing. So I don't, I, I, I just, I worry about the people that he's um, keeping around him. You know what I mean? I really do. Because uh, after he lost his mom, I really think that's where things started to kind of go in a direction that uh, has brought us to this point. So yeah, that's Miosha. Like he's been he's been on various TV shows and uh, just kind of showing his showing showing the world where he is mentally, and it hasn't really been something that has uh, made me feel like he's getting the full support that he needs mentally that's that's uh it's a heavy topic i want to say sensitive but yeah it's a heavy topic Mm -hmm. how about you what was the first time what was the first instance that you recall you being like uh yeah something is off here um uh i think it was it was the what's it called interview? You ain't got the answers. The sway interview. Oh, I think that was it. And then um, the what's it called? Uh, after he did sway interview, he did the breast, Breakfast Club. Um, ah. obviously the breast of that. By the Breakfast Club, I was like, oh wow, this man is being like coached. You know, like he is now, he's not, not necessarily empty vessel, but he's easily influenced. Right. So I think he became like, it just was like, okay, that someone is pulling the strings or people are teaching him certain things and not giving him the full picture. Um, Cause I think he was speaking on the Medici family and, um, and you could just tell some, it just sounded like someone passionate about a recently learned topic uh, you know how you learn something new or like like some some people learn something new and since they just learned something new they're like yeah Yannickers don't know about this right but it's yeah. like you didn't know about it and now you know about it but that doesn't mean the world didn't know about it right yeah. you know so that's when I was like okay there's something off and then as you start listening to college dropout as less of a person that was smart to not go to college and more of a person that was bitter he didn't go to college and now was making something of himself. Because it's like, there was a lot of knocks to like people with degrees, people that went to college, people, you know, like there was like, 
it took individualism out of higher education a little bit, you know? So uh, you sound like, damn, Ye is a beautiful artist. Ye knows music like nobody. But the content and the message, like, it's starting to let me know what was bothering him, you know? Like, we can see yeah. it more. And then when he would talk about, I had to take X amount of showers after... Um, Amber Rose to deal with Kim, you know, I was like, oh man, this, you know, yeah. it's not, these aren't things I can like rock with, like the music part. And that's one thing, you know, as adults, you learn like just because somebody's good at this doesn't mean they're good at everything, you know? Some people are just, that's it. That's their talent. That's their skill. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, they have, yes, they now have, you know, a platform and they can speak on certain things, but this is what they're really good at. You know, like they could be a genius at one thing, like that cup could be full, like that skill, they're at a hundred, but they might just not be good at anything else, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah. um, after that, it was just like, just appreciating the old music. Like I play Kanye music often, but mm-hmm. you should, I, I couldn't tell you a verse from Kids See Ghost. Kids See Ghost, right? Yeah, Kids See Ghost. That was actually um, a project that I expect. I expected so much more from that project, but uh, Reborn is one of my favorite Kanye records ever. I hear. I just haven't. I've never listened to anything from there. I can. Yeah. I can. Like he starts talking in new music, and I just. I'm like, I really don't care because the messenger, you know, just doesn't interest. Like the content, whatever it is. If I don't care about the person, whatever it is you're spewing. You're gonna have to say some shit very quickly for me to continue hearing your voice. Uh, yeah. So after then, I was just like more worried about him because of what he was, you know, through his early music and how he helped me fall in love with the genre even more. But it's like, ah, I'm sorry, bro. As a person, I'm worried about man's. Every time he talks, every time he puts something, every time he tweets, uh, it's like, ah, bro, you know. God bless his family. God bless his mom. God bless his father. But it's like, bro, I just want him to be happy. And I'm just good on the music. Uh, yeah, that's that's really where it's at for me. Solid take, bro. It's a solid take, yeah. Yeah. We've talked about Kanye. We've talked about Biden, Kamala Harris. Uh, upcoming music drops. What are some records that uh, actually, actually, we, we can run through them? Yeah. We have Burner Boys dropping his, uh, is this a sixth album? Oh. Is it six or five? Wow, it's six already? I want to say... That's like it's five, right? Let's see. I'm a little worried. Too about it. Uh, I feel like there was one album that. I think it's five, bro. Let's see. They keep saying upcoming instead of saying the. uh... Yeah, it's there's life on a spaceship, redemption, and African giant. And then there's outside, right? The one, two, three. No, steel and copper. Steel and copper. So that would be six. Because Apple yep. only had four here. So I Redemption, know. Life, Steel and Copper on a spaceship outside African Giant. Okay. 
So this is number numero six. Produced executive. Uh, okay. It says it says fifth album on New York Times. So we're gonna say that it's the upcoming fifth fifth studio album, twice as tall. Um, it's actually interesting because it's dropping on. It's supposed. It's okay. So now I'm seeing different yeah. release dates. Is it dropping on the 13th or the 14th? I see 14th. This is okay. Billboard says 13. Billboard says 13. Oh, he tweeted 14. So anyway, one of those times. Burner Boy's upcoming fifth studio album, Twice as Tall, drops on the 14th. Uh, Fire Boy GML. Who uh, I, I, believe, I got a take on this album, by the way. I I can't wait to hear it. Is he still white? He's still YBNL, right? Oh no, I'm talking about Brenna. Oh okay, yeah, we'll we'll run through them. I just want to run through the upcoming drops. I know, I know, Olamide gives them a certain al- amount of album he signs them to and lets them go do their thing. Got it. Um, I feel like it should still be YBNL and another YBNL former YBNL. Artist, Adekunle Gold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, Adekunle Gold is dropping Afro Pop Volume One on the twenty first. Very uh, excited. Uh, yeah, very we're very excited for that project. Um, a lot of friends. A lot of friends are on it. Has, uh, features in there. Yeah, you know, may, may have some uh, some uh, some special Bawo affiliated. Uh, hey. yeah, no, we might we might be able to get a feature on on a on a podcast. I, I, may, I may have to say <laughs> when it drops. And a couple uh, more DVDs. Exactly. Uh, Cuppy is also dropping her album, uh, original okay. copy, on the same day, the 21st. I love the consistency out of her. You know, shout outs to Cuppy. Uh, Cavemen, one of my favorite groups in Nigeria, they're dropping their upcoming album called Roots on the 22nd. Um, yes, looking forward to that. Uh, they were also uh, pretty much the sound that powered Lady Donnelly's Enjoy Your Life album. I love the caveman. Shout out to Lady Donnelly. Um, shout out to her as well. Uh, David O's dropping A Better Time, the follow-up to A Good Time, uh, at a date that I am not permitted to announce yet, but it's coming soon. Uh, soon. Yes. Come. Soon 2020. <laughs> and, uh, you know, of course, WizKids Made in Lagos is also dropping at a future hey, date to be announced. <laughs> it's <laughs> dropping at a WizKid date if you know WizKid. Correct. It's <laughs> dropping when WizKid wants to drop it. The first single from the upcoming project dropped last two weeks ago. I feel like, yeah, two weeks ago. Featuring her. Featuring her. Uh, yeah, so those are the upcoming music album releases that we have on Slate. There's a few uh, other ones that are dropping. I saw Pato is dropping something soon, but I didn't have a date for it. Um, who else? Uh, eh, well, that's what I have for now, Sha. Yeah, that's um. Yeah, I think in in that lane, that's what we have coming or what's making or trending anyway. So Got very. It. Very excited. For so, which, which 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 albums do you want to uh, share your opinions on? I've heard um, I've heard a few of these albums already, but I can right. only share I can only share opinions on a few of them, so I don't offend. Gotcha. Well, Made in Lagos, 
uh, as a Wizkid fan, I think Wizkid hasn't necessarily missed on an album. The album's incredible, and, by the way. Yeah, so I'm not shocked that it's incredible because even sounds from the other side, which a lot of people, you know, like the main Wizkid fans don't necessarily like, I really enjoyed. Um, I think Wizkid makes very good albums. I think it's usually a nice, well-rounded album with bops and, you know, like heavy songs. Because um, I, like, I don't know. I just think Mans makes good albums. Um, David O's, I'm excited about. It's quite interesting being that it's so close. So I know, I know this is going to, like, everybody is, you know, pointing outwards when it comes to the continent. So I know the feature is going to be crazy for them. Bro, my man's um, has a record with Nas, bro. Like, see, so. Um, that's all is, I will, that's all I will say. This is, this is my thing. Like, no, I, very few people work harder than David O. You know, very few people are putting them that work in. And with what, you know, the amount of money he has, the amount of access he has, he still puts in work. You know, he still yeah. is out there struggling and getting it out there. Man's always has a host voice. Absolutely. He's out there working. So I'm excited for that. Um, what else? Um, Burner Boy album. I Man. saw the track list. I saw the feature. Man. Man has Naughty by Nature featured on a song called Naughty by Nature. That's some bullshit. And what do you think about Diddy um, executive producing the project? Um, I, pers- I personally have uh, my own thoughts on that, but I mean, you and I both know that Mama is very involved, which is great. I'm sure her her EPing is going to really um, be be the the standout on the project per usual. But I'm interested to see how Diddy's influence um, actually shows up in, on the project. I can't. I can't. I can't. At, at, least, did, at least Diddy didn't sign Burner, so we know the album is going to come out. <laughs> I, I legit, I legit can't wait. Like, the one thing, I'm sorry, you know, I, I, there's so many connections to Burner between us, you know, the people we know and the people we, um, we've we worked with, uh-huh. whatever it is. So, but it's just like, I'm not feeling the way Burner is being branded. Okay. As this, uh, do, do you like, care to elaborate on that? Um, I think Burner is being given this wise, logical, African man. I love the word wise logical because I love bundocks. <laughs> but um, <laughs> um so Berna is being given this thing. Berna doesn't interview well. It is what it is. Like, but I will say Berna has been interviewed by a lot of Africans or African women that I've seen. You know, like most of Berna's interviews I've seen the Breakfast Club one. Yeah. Um I've saw the Sway one. I've seen a few others, you know, in the British channels. So um, I don't know. Like, I don't know if it's a comfort thing, but there's this narrative. Like, obviously, we know who Berna's mom is. Yeah. We know know how educated Berna's mom is. We know what she's probably instilled in Berna. We know all that. And we know the lineage. We know what they've had access to. We know the stories they heard, you know? Yeah. So... But I just don't see Berna as this person, maybe because he hasn't spoken about it. But Berna is just this very, 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 very talented musician. And obviously, no one man, one man, like you're not one thing. So I want to see what else 
there is to it, but it's just like, I feel like there's this touchy topic in the African and the African-American relationship that everyone shouldn't jump into. Uh, you know, and, I, and, I, and I've, I've seen that, I've seen that, um, I've seen that take on the timeline. Yeah, in the past like, week. like I get the, we love you come back home. There's a home here for you. Right. That's beautiful. Right. But again, we, this broad strokes can't be painted for any group of people. Yeah. You know, certain things are insensitive. You know, yeah. everyone doesn't have a relationship with the home in which you're building. And even the home in which you're building, the topic, like the conversation Burner has with people like on the timeline with Nigerians where it's like, oh, you guys need to realize this government doesn't love you. You guys are foolish for not, you know, like Burner says that to the timeline, like, yo, we have to do more. Like, yes, that's true. So you can't tell people come here. It's all good here. And the people there, you're telling them we have a lot of work to do. Where are you bringing these people to? Uh, no, you're, you're right. Um, you know what I'm saying? So I yeah. like I think it's so insensitive because it's like, yes, you're welcome to come here, you know, but we also have to better the place people are coming to. Uh, like even here, we know it, it ain't shit. Like I know you say, okay, cops are killing people here, but what's happening back home? Is SARS not a thing? That's a good point. You know, so like I... It's such a, I don't know, man. Like, it's, uh, the music is great. And obviously, Burner covers a lot of topics. Burner touches topics that a lot of people aren't willing to touch. And he makes yeah. great music out of it. But yeah, if I mean, it's a sensitive topic. And you're absolutely right. I think the first time I heard this take was when, you know, at the, was it the BET, was it the BET Awards? Or the, or it was the BET Awards where his mother basically, yeah, yeah, where, he where his mother was making it. Yeah. Yeah, she was making a point that, you know, we were, you know, African Americans were African first, not to figure out where they come from, et cetera, et cetera. And I think uh that was definitely a topic of contention uh for a lot of African Americans that uh that um I guess were unfamiliar with Berna, the artist, and his mother as well. Um so I mean Nothing that you're saying is 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 new to to you know, especially to the listener of the podcast. I mean, they've, I'm sure there's people that have very similar takes as you. I think that it's. I think um, when you get people like us that have lived abroad, live here, and see mm-hmm. where how different life is for people that live in both environments, and then you have people you know, that see the opportunities for two different groups of people to work closer together to uh, see the potential on both sides and elevate together. Um, Just because that's the vision, it doesn't mean that it always translates the way that it's intended to. And I think that's the issue. I think, I think, you know, Bernus says things in a way where there's good intent, but sometimes it may be perceived as, oh, who are you to be telling African-Americans, et cetera, right? I, I feel like, and Brenna's not the only African that has gotten this pushback from, you know, people in the diaspora and people on the continent for having takes, right? I know that every time, every time, you know, like like Lovey, uh, Cynthia Revo, anytime they get right. into conversations about 
African continental, uh, you know, people that live on the continent versus people that live in the diaspora, whenever there's heated debates about certain conversations or topics regarding the lifestyles or experiences of people on both sides, it's always heated. Um, so that doesn't surprise me at all. Um, but I do think that everyone involved is coming from a good place. It just may not translate well because people are sensitive about, you know, things like that. You know what I mean? Like if you're speaking on a place of authority about another group of people, it, it, it sometimes it comes across as who, like, who the fuck are you to be telling me how to live my life? Who the fuck are you to tell me what I'm experiencing if you're not even from here? You know what I mean? So I, I get it. Uh, I just, I'm just interested in seeing um, how the message uh, translates uh, from the continent to diaspora. Right. No, because I know there's going to be a press on, right? Yeah, absolutely. There's going to be interviews done, and there is this, you know, obviously Diddy speaks on it as well. There's the Black love, there's the Black power, Black unity. Yeah. So I'm not sure the content of the album. I know you've heard. Um, I'm not sure if all or some. So um, I know certain topics are going to be covered. I don't know if Diddy's going to be talking shit on the album, which would be beautiful because, you know, I love a good shit talk. But it's just like everybody has to realize, like, it's a little more complicated, especially if you're not living in the person's shoes. You know, if you're not spending days and seeing what's going on, we are here. And also we can be insensitive to the African-American story, even though we're here, Mm -hmm. you know? As Africans in America, like you can still live and still not fully grasp or still not fully understand the hurt or the the disconnect that exists between both parties, you know. Yeah. So when I see somebody speaking on it, it's like it just comes off insensitive, you know. So and burn it means so much that it's like if you're gonna take this path, like it could just derail everything you're doing if you're not looking to listen and maybe create platforms for those who understand it a little better than you could, you know, because J. Cole just went through that with yeah. No Name, where mm-hmm. it's like, yes. Yeah, it's like they're both know, saying, they're both trying to, un- they're both trying to understand each other, but they're just lost in translation. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Like, you really got to sit and sometimes it's not, you just have to say, hey, my name is this and I spoke to this and I'm going to have them cover it. Because it's just not going to come out well and just of certain things, you know? Like, you could understand somebody, you could live with somebody, be in the same household, you know, eat what they eat and still not deal with what they deal with, you know? Yeah, So sometimes you really just, like, a man and woman could be married for years and she still can't tell the woman's story, you know? So sometimes you really just got to let whoever tell their story or give somebody a platform from that end to tell the story. Yeah, for sure. I just don't, I'm, it's just... I'm not saying don't embark on that journey, but it's a slippery slope. It could, you know, like one thing could just discredit everything in which you're trying to build because you want to say the right things or you think you understand what's going on. So that's my feedback on that. But obviously, I've learned how to cut music in person, you know, um, with certain artists. Obviously, you can't do that with everybody, but um, I want to hear the album and I just, I'm worried about what comes outside of the album. No. Uh, I guess we shall see. I mean, it drops uh, the 14th, yeah? So the 14th, bro. We shall see. Uh, twice, twice as tall, man. We shall see. We shall four, see. Four days away. I need to stop saying a couple of things are more than not two. 
It's a bad habit. It's a horrible habit. That's funny. Sure. Um, let's see what what other records are dropping. Uh, Adekunle Gold, Afro Pop. Yeah, we talked about that. Right? Yeah, I'm very excited. Shout out to Yinka for getting a feature. I love them. Um, yes, yes, big shout out to Yinka. Um, I was going nuts when I found out. Absolutely, like, and it's well deserved. I mean, she's been she's been grinding for a very exactly. long time. We love to, we love to see the grinders win. Like we're huge fans of Adekunle, so regardless, we were gonna bump this album. But um. And we, I like both songs so far. Something different and H.E. Baby have both. both Abs- like, Absolutely. Yeah, I love wow. I love Nyla Blackman. Um, it's, it's nice to see uh, these collaborations happen. I've been playing that shit so damn much, bro. Literally was playing it today, and then um, I just put it on a shuffle, and then before you wake up, and I was like, yo, this song is so fuego. I wanted to put it on my Instagram, and that's when I realized it's not even up there. So, yes, Anthony, <laughs> Anthony, yeah, like, um, but now I'm definitely looking forward to it. Um, I know the other features are Pat, Patoankin, Techno, and Yinka, so I can't wait. That's gonna be, it's gonna be really dope. Um, yeah, absolutely. Shout out to Adi Kunle Gold, shout out to all the collaborators involved, the producers, um, the graphic designers, the animators. I mean, I know a lot of work went into putting this project together. So, did Adi Kunle do his cover because you know he's good for that? Uh, I'm not. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to answer that question. So I'm just gonna okay. say, I'm just gonna say that uh, his team uh, worked on it. Well, yeah. they did what they had to do. Yeah, they did what they had to do. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, we were quite excited for that. Um, so next topic, uh, are you gonna cover that? Uh, with next album? No, I said the next topic. Oh yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, did you hear about the northern Nigerian singer that uh, was basically sentenced to death for blasphemy uh, in the I north? S- I saw the timeline. I saw it on my timeline, but yeah. I didn't dig into it. So basically, it was some Sharia law stuff. I saw it uh, on the timeline this morning, and I dug a little deeper, but it just reminded me of why, you know, we let Musa basically be our northern representative, because sometimes things happen there that I, we just don't understand. Um, but from what uh, I gathered from everything happening, apparently this um, northern Nigerian singer uh, was sharing a song that he made through WhatsApp and it circulated in the North and, you know, he went into hiding because there were some lyrics in it that were basically blasphemous, uh, according to Islam and, you know, Sharia law, for those that don't know, Sharia law is a religious law that, um, is, uh, applied by the Northern Nigerian government to the citizens in addition to the federal government law. So imagine having the United States constitution, and then, aside from that, you had a religious law that was based on the Bible, like based on the Old Testament of the Bible, where basically you could get stoned and, you know, lashed for things that were like, you can't chew gum on Sundays. And if they caught you chewing gum on Sunday, they would stone you, that type of stuff. Um, so that still happens in certain parts of Nigeria, mainly in the uh, Muslim-dominated uh, north uh, you know, we see, we see, unfortunately, we hear of certain things that happen in northern Nigeria that are related to, uh, um, you know, just illiteracy and just, you know, certain lawmakers taking advantage of the illiteracy and 
in, in, in the citizenship of those areas. You have things like Boko Haram that happen. And unfortunately, you have things like bring back our girls. Like There's just unfortunately not a lot of bright news that comes out of northern Nigeria. And it's a shame because a lot of Hausas and Fulanis that I know personally, that we know personally, are great people. It's just, unfortunately, the illiterate and the militant and over overly religious people that are um, in these northern regions exploit and uh, manipulate the, um, you know, the lower class citizens in those areas. Basically, like what you see in America, like you go to certain hole in the wall cities and towns in the south and you get a whole bunch of people that will you know vote for you know certain things just because they you know they're manipulated into believing that all the immigrants are taking their jobs or you know there there's no resources that that you know that are taking care of them because you know black people are taking you know are you have rights and affirmative action they, they, whatever can be used to manipulate them into believing that their misfortunes are caused by other people um you know the representatives of their towns and regions whatever will use that to you know stay in power and 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 uh continue to control the resources of those areas. So basically the same thing is happening in, in Northern Nigeria. And um, these people that we're discussing basically uh, condemned, condemned this Nigerian singer to death for putting out a song on WhatsApp that circulated and essentially went viral on WhatsApp in Northern Nigeria. So he was in hiding for some time and uh, they found him. And uh, from what I understand, he's in jail and awaiting uh, sentencing. Oh, no, he was sentenced already. So I don't actually know what's going on, whether they've set a date to do anything. I know they've, there's petitions that are online to, to get him off, but do petitions actually work in Nigeria, Bawa? Like, I don't know. Where do petitions work? <laughs> where the hell do petitions work? And that's words to Brianna Taylor. Where, where, where do they work? So, um, come on, there are other petitions in Nigeria right now going on. Um, Victims of rape, um, police, the police just you know overexerting their powers, SARS. So, I beg, it's. I think it's the petitions. All it's gonna do, all it's gonna do, is bring attention to a certain topic, or bring you know just make things a little more comfortable for these people in power. But even Amanda, I don't know if you remember. I think it was last year or two years ago where some senator or something like that attacked a girl in a shop yeah i saw that too again so, so yeah, and i think senator, he was senator from the north found, yeah he was found innocent or he just had to apologize or some shit like that and he goes about he keeps his job so you know even with visual evidence of somebody just you know being unfit for the to lead unfit like they just i don't even know where to start with certain things out here because shit we got a president in america that's wilding out so i don't want to say it's a niger thing only um but those in power those with money always going to find a way around things and just got to play by their rules it's just that simple you know and this is why this is why it's like okay so we just have to vote certain people out and then get with people with some kind of conscience or fear or respect with dignity and human rights, and then we'll start talking about 
options. We got to get out, dig our way out of one situation first before we face another situation. Worse. We might just end up with dealing with something worse, you know, and Nigeria's dealing with the same thing as well, where it's like, we didn't want this guy, we voted some other guy in, and now it's like, bruh, you know, one naira is literally worth a handshake. Like, it's not worth a damn thing, you know? Yeah, they're, they're struggling with that. I hope they figure it out, because it's really embarrassing that every time Nigeria seems to be in the news for anything, it's for embarrassing shit like this, so I hope they, I hope they figure it out. Uh, right, and it's like to then tell people to come to Nigeria. So, you know, it's better over there. It's wild. It's absolutely wild. I'm sorry. Like, it's wild. It's This is like, bro, do I, if somebody were to tell you to come to Nigeria, knowing what you know about Nigeria, they would have to promise you so much for you to go to Nigeria. Am I bugging for saying that? No, you're not bugging for saying that like, at all. For, like, you can't, like, for me to just like, today, let's go to Nigeria. If I call you and tell you that you know that I got a mansion for you, I got security detail, a car, you know what I mean? Like, just for yeah. you to think about going to Nigeria. You're not going to Nigeria to go live in an apartment and figure shit out. You know, oh, let's apply for some jobs. Shit going to take care of itself. And mind uh-huh. you, we, we know more than the average. We know more people than the average Nigerian does. Yep. It's just what it is. We're well-privileged. In Nigeria or outside Nigeria? Like, the good news that comes out of Nigerians or Nigeria are Nigerians outside of Nigeria for the most part. This is true. It It is what it is. mostly coming from the diasporans. Exactly. I'm not saying it's only, but it's mostly coming from... Majority, for sure. Yeah. So it's like, bro, where where are we going? What state? Like, let's take Lagos out. Because even Lagos is wild, but let's take Lagos out the equation. Abuja... Lagos and Abuja are taking about that question. Where are you putting these people? Are they secure? Are they good? Like, yeah. if they call if they call the cops. Is cops co- are cops coming? Or is there light? Is there? You know what I mean? Like people oh, don't. There's so many things I need to be fixed in that place, bro. People like, don't if, have like, light in the in in New York right now, and it's news. Yeah. You don't have light in Nigeria. You go about your day. Yeah, you just figure it out. <laughs> yeah, like, come on, bro. Do you do you think that that place is salvageable in our lifetime? I do because of what I see happening in America, right? And it's not yeah. that America is making change. It's just that once a generation says, like, yo, what the hell are y'all doing? Something gives, you know? Something yeah. gives, like... Because I remember the old 80s and 90-year-olds when they would react to Obama's election. Yeah. Right? They were stunned. Even before he won. You know, like, Jeezy made my president as black before Obama won, right? Like, it was already breaking news that we had a black candidate that was taken seriously. You know what I mean? That was on the ballot and it wasn't on some, you're dumb if you vote for him, energy, you know? So. Um, I think, I think so, because like I said, this generation amazes me. They amaze me. They keep up with every damn topic in the world. Like they know about the explosion in Lebanon. They know about what's going on with no water in Detroit, in, um, not Detroit, in Michigan. Um, they know about famine in Africa. They know about, um, what's going on in China, you know? So it's like they keep up with all these things. They educate each other through social media, through challenges, 
And yet, you know, they live their lives. Of course, it's a lot to balance and you don't want that for kids, but they just want so much more and they are well connected. You know, they, the marches are still going on in America, even though it's not being covered. You know, this is so a fact. Did you see what did you see what happened in Chicago? Yes. And like, bro, it's and they keep, that's what I'm saying. All these things are happening. Like we never we got information overload, but not in this level. Like just it was a couple months ago, you know, was it a year ago? It was unrest in Chile, you know, like everything that happens, they find a way to speak up, to bring attention to it, to donate and keep it moving to the next thing. And yeah. They do. They do a lot. Like I'm amazed by this generation by far. Like I feel like an old head saying this, but and it's mm-hmm. not knock to our generation, but it's just maybe it's the information, the how quickly information travels now. But they keep up with a lot. They keep up with a whole lot. Um, this generation is a lot more sensitive with different cultures and you know what's considered insensitive, what's considered disrespectful. You know how to communicate with them, how to respect their their um your traditions so i think i have a lot more hope for this generation and people are communicating a lot of people are communicating with those in nigeria a lot of people learn people know what norms what certain norms are and i don't know what this generation is going to look like in their 40 50s when they now become the leader but i have you know at some point it's going to be this generation so i have um i have a lot a higher expectation just a lot more respect for this generation than I would say even ours. And I agree. It's just not, it's not a, I wouldn't call it a knock because I think you do what you can, but I feel like when the baton is fully passed to this generation, it should be different results. Lord, we're aligned on that one. Um, I was going to ask, when do we think Nigeria airport will be open to international travelers? But it looks like um, that's, I'm hearing anything from, October, November. Excuse me, October, November. But it's safe to say that Detti December is not happening this year. It's very, very, very sanitary. <laughs> yeah, it's been sanitized. Yeah, that's a hundred percent a dub. Uh, what so have my, you been watching? Somebody what? throw a hand sanitizer on the word. Hand, <laughs> hand sanitizer. Hand sanitizer. Yeah, on the word, Detti December. Too funny. Um. Yes. Did you did you see the Jalaf Risotto video? The pop disgusting. This is okay. bad, bad, bad vibes. So we're not even gonna talk about it. We're just disgusting. Uh, TV Kinney's. What are you even watching on TV? Um, I'm watching. I may destroy you. Oh, with Michaela Coel. Very good series. Shout outs to her. Like, um, I can't. Did you watch say... the finale? No, I haven't watched it. I've been sell. I told you I was selling to you all weekend. Um, I was supposed to watch it tonight, so I might watch it after after we record. But, um, watch it. Yeah, I am so impressed by everything. And I've been listening and reading tweets, and a lot of people are saying it's been done as close to, you know, like survivors of certain um, certain acts or certain traumas, cases. Or saying, yeah. Traumas, I'm trying to get the right word in. But um, they say it's very accurate. So yeah. I'm impressed because I'm seeing these things and it's like, you know, there isn't a woe is me energy, but, you, you know, you take, as someone watching it, you're like, oh, shit. What, you know, like, what the fuck? You know? So um, it has me captivated. It really has me captivated because um, she's done, she did great in Chewing Gum. I forgot the other show she was in. 
that had to do with the Hutus and um the Tutsis. Yeah, the Rwanda about Rwanda. Um, it was also on, it was on Netflix as well. That's chewing up. So she did great on that as well. And now I may destroy you, HBO. So she's she's just wow, killing it. Yeah. Uh, any anything else? Um, I want to catch up on. Um, there's a few shows I want to catch up on. I know you had posted. Um. I want to catch up on Umbrella Academy. Um, yes, that is I'm my favorite scared. show right now. I'm scared it's going to suck, but I feel like... Oh, no, no, it's definitely not going to suck. Yeah. Okay, cool. And um, Moesha and the other shows that were added to Netflix, I was very excited to see, you know. Obviously, just before getting a check, um, I still think our, our auntie that's suing Netflix should get paid. Monique, yeah, I agree. Yeah, um, you know, I mean, she like, is getting paid, the Parkers. No, no, yeah, no, I'm talking about the lawsuit. Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%, I agree. I think that uh, she's overdue to get some money. Yes, so um, I still think she should get paid, but um, while that's going on, I'm happy she's going to pay through the Parkers. Um, and I don't watch Big Brother. You know, I love the tweets, though, but I don't watch Big Brother. I don't watch it either, but, uh, you know, it's definitely being who we are, our entire timeline. Once Big Brother's on in Nigeria, we, it's the only thing that's flooding yeah. our Yeah, like, so I always I see the tweets. Them, I, I know, know yeah, we know who what Watoni is, or you know what I'm saying, like Lakon, Lakon, uh, Tolani. Like yes. we know, we know the names. We just don't know what's actually going on. I just know that there's always somebody on the timeline going, "Yeah, if I was this person, I would do this." Oh, this person is an idiot. Or when this person wins, I'm going to ask them out. Like that, I'm seeing all types of wild takes on the timeline that I don't understand. So, uh, if anybody's listening and wants to give us uh, a full breakdown about. BB Naija and help us understand why people actually care. Uh, feel free to let us know. We'd actually, I think, we'd be interested to learn about the uh, the hype behind BB Naija. But we both don't watch it. Not that we couldn't watch it. It just, it's just yeah, we haven't made time for it. Yeah, so it's that. But yeah, I mean, that sounds like uh, everything that's pretty much. Yeah, that's practically everything that's trending right now. Yeah, I'm just watching. I may destroy you. Um, that's um, b- basketball is back, so that has my. Oh, uh, true. Have you have you been watching any sports? Yeah, bubble life is back. I'm very excited. I'm <laughs> bubble life. Very, very, <laughs> very, very like happy that the NBA committed to the bubble. You know, where they're not making contact and they're not exposing themselves. You know, nothing. You know, foolproof. But for now, it looks like things are safe for the people yeah. playing basketball because um. With baseball, a couple of teams have had to like shut down some, shut down some dates because you know people are being um, stupid. Yeah, a coach caught caught it, a player got it. You know, yeah, they're wilding. Yeah, they're just not controlling the excitement a little bit. And obviously, this this uh, the sports owners are billionaires, so they have certain you know they have money. You should be able to do it. Like it's just an investment. We know how much money these sports teams are worth. But um, shout out yeah. to the NBA again, like. Yeah, agreed. Um, so there's that. Oh, did you see Dame, Dame Lillard basically wilding right before we started recording? Yeah, yes. Uh, he dropped 61, and when this is episode 62, you know, so. You know, just symbolic, it's, you know. It's it's there. The, the signs are there, plus one. But, um, yeah, Dame, Dame Lillard is a certified stud. You know, and he will prove himself one given a chance. So, yeah. He's actually a really good rapper, too. Have you ever heard him rap? 
I've heard um, a Dang couple Dallas. songs. Yes, yeah, I've heard a couple talented, songs. Man. And obviously the diss record he did with, against Shaq, you know, so that caught some attention. But he's very talented. I know it's very hard for people to see people as two things. So um, it's going to be hard for him to break through that without that pop record. But he's talented. Agreed. He's very, very talented. Agreed. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty much all I got. Do you have any other topics in your... Uh... No, I. It's just like it's so obviously the pandemic is going on. Lives are still being lost. A vaccine. We're hearing hints of a vaccine coming out of Russia, but we're also hearing it's they cut corners and it's gonna be scary. So it's a lot going on. And just even when we weren't dropping topics, we're just you know making sure we're safe and being healthy. And we're still gonna keep pushing that narrative like be safe, people. Wear wear whatever protective. Um, gear you gotta wear just to continue being safe. I don't know. I feel like that's still the elephant in the room. You know, mm-hmm. there's so much going on, but it's insane. Um, and also, like we spoke on the Lebanon topic a little bit. Just you know, our prayers and thoughts uh, with all that's going on in the world. But that that video looked wild. It looked absolutely yeah, for sure. Very uh, roots, right? Yep. Yeah. So um, yeah, it's. Uh, Oh, the name of the Netflix show that I was talking about was called Black Earth Rising. It only had oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Season. That was the one. Yes, that was the last thing that I saw her in as well. Yes. She killed that um, role. She, she does it then. She does it then. When, yeah. she, when she got a bald head scene, you know she about to kill it. Yeah, it's true, Sha. I mean, she, like, she was wearing a wig. And she was wearing a wig throughout the I May Destroy You too. She was flexing, but once that wig come off, she be doing her thing. Yeah, she's incredible at what she does. I mean, writing, directing, acting, all of it. It's not really uh, oh, often you see someone talented, just Yeah. Just a That's talented a, black woman. Yeah. She deserves the flowers while, while she's here to, to see that. And definitely it be things. Anything else we can talk about before Song of the Week? Um, that's it. That's it. I don't think... Um, I think that's what we wanted to speak on. Okay. Do you know what, yeah. songs, what song you're going with this week? Yes, I do. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think everybody knows who this artist is. Well, I don't hmm. know. I don't know if he's popped as much. Um, but um, I'm a fan um, of his sound. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to think what song. I think I'll go with Bad Influence. Oh, that's a good record. Yeah, by Omar Lee. Mm, good record. I have, a, I have a story I'll find that to tell you about that, but um, that's okay. a really good record. Yeah. Shout out, shout out to Omar Lee and Omar Lee's team. Yes. Yes, I think there's just so much um, new sounds coming out of the country, and I think we oh. just have to do our part to share it. But, um, yeah. This is Omalay Bad Influence. Why you make me be? So 
Why you made me be? So what you did to me? God save me, please. I know you got me now. I know you got me now. I know you got me now. Followed you up and down. Followed you up and down. Followed you up and now I don't lost my mind. Now I don't lost my mind. Now I don't lost my. Now I know you lied. Now I know you lied. Now I know cause the doctor said I burnt my liver. I've been drinking. Used to sing and play my guitar. Now I'm lost in this bizarre. Everything I do, everything where you talk, I do. Everything where you ask, I do. Say you don't post my eyeglass. You don't scatter my plans. See my eye, I don't cross. You put me for ambulance. See why you make me be? See why you make me be? What you did to me God save me, please Alright, that was Bad Influence by Omale. He has yes, a movie is called Get Laid. So it's G-E-T-L-A-Y-D. Well done. So um, the record that I'm going to go with uh, this week is um, you're, you're familiar with Mo Logo, right? Yes. Oh, yes. So, yeah. so he dropped his, uh, his new EP, Me, uh, I want to say a few weeks ago. And there was a record that he that that's on it that he's pushing as um, a single called Kushi. He just dropped the video not too long ago. Okay. Uh, dope, yeah. creative. Mono is uh, a great writer, great artist. Um, has a personality. He's from Inetland. Um, he's from Inetland. He's very, very talented. Agreed. So yeah, I've decided that's the record I'm going to go with this week, Kushi. If I show you love, don't you move funny You're my crypto nice, Jack a mom your body All these things for you, crazy for you If I die and come back again, I'll do it over again Brother, I'm your shit If I live and that's my friend If I live and that's my own
That's uh, Malogos Koshi, man. Shout out to Malogo. Um, shout out to all the UK in it, man. Them. Gang, gang. We're back. We're definitely we back. Are. We took a little hiatus, um, but you know our skin, <laughs> our skin is glowing. Uh, liver, kidney, all of it is in good condition. Uh, we're back. Yeah, we went blowing that smokes and drinking in the streets of New York. We're here being good citizens. These are all facts. Right. So, um, but we're back. We'll have way more episodes coming. We have a lot of news outside of um, soon. Soon they're trying to make the the beats off a lunch table in his background. Um, we have wow beats off a lunch table. Yeah, I don't know. It sounded like you were doing the... Ah, so the I can't use my microphone again. Okay, that's what that was. It's okay. Do me a favor, come on. Get out of here. I get it. You should be using a pot, you know? Wow. Guy, I have not, com- I have not fully converted to Ghanaian yet. I'm not, wow. not uh, Kwame Nana yet. Okay. I believe Because you know if you use a pot, it's twice as fast. Wow, well done. I'll be sure to, we'll be sure to tell Bonner Boy that you have good juice for them. Because this is burning, it's twice as... Okay. You are ridiculous. Anyway, now, um, be safe, people. Keep continuing to social distance. Wear your That's mask. It. Do not be a foolish person that wears a mask, but when they get close to somebody, they take the mask off. Yeah, I, I know a lot of people like that, which is why I've been it avoiding everyone. No it serves no purpose. Like, yeah. somebody was talking to that day, and I said, huh? And they took their mask off, and they were one of those sit while they talk people, and I was It sounds like, like Bronx wow. behavior, which is why, you know, I'm leaving it to y'all to figure it out on your I end. See where, I see where this is going. It's all no, right. It's cool. It sounds like Bronx behavior. All right. Ble- blessings, blessings to all of you. Divisive energy. <laughs> on the anniversary of hip-hop, you are attacking deep borough. Oh, shout-outs to DJ Cool Hurt, man. That's I, I saw that on the timeline today, too, where people weren't... Uh, they weren't sure when the date to, I guess, give it to hip-hop started, whether it was 47 yeah. years ago or in the 60s or whatever. Yeah. But they were figuring it out, Sha. Whatever it is, give us our, give us our flowers. That's funny. Yeah. Oh, shout-outs to the plants, mom and dads, because now them food. Did you do any of that? Were you um, growing plants? So Were you keeping um? What's the name of that bottle that everybody likes? Uh, Azul. Azul. Um. So Were I didn't. Know, I didn't. Know, I didn't know that because I'm I'm a responsible human. Uh, so I didn't do any of that. Um. But what I will say is, um, I know mad plant moms that decided to get plants during this uh season that all their plants died so and i feel like if you can't really handle a plant it just tells me you couldn't like handle a human so i know all the 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 people i need to stay away from moving forward wow look at you on your kanye shit talking your pro life i see you know i'm actually you know i am pro i am pro choice with the plants and this is how you react that's basically it yes 
Say no, don't, don't, don't go down that path, bro. That's it. You know what I'm saying? All right, we shall wrap it up here. Appreciate you listening. Episode. That's what she said. Appreciate you listening. Oh, we shall wrap it up here. Oh, hey, you see that jokes? I have African giant yeah. jokes. I have my own jokes. Ah, twice. Twice that should be out by our next episode. So we're very excited. We're very excited for twice as tall music. Should be a good time. Talent said we don't know when the rest of these other artists are gonna drop their music. Well, outside of Adikule, um, so yeah, we'll have a lot, a lot to cover. You know, as you're listening to the song, just know we're listening with you and we'll have a lot to cover. It's definitely gonna be a fun upcoming few weeks for sure. Yes, so we have um some sponsors we're gonna be announcing as the episode We got we have some some contracts being signed. We'll soon we'll soon update you all. Maybe some giveaways. Plenty giveaway. Plenty. Yeah, but with the USPS being kind of in shambles right now, uh-huh. we gotta figure out a better way to yeah. get the giveaways. And, and we don't have scooters to drive city to city. You know, they just they just basically you know Yeah, limiting our our ways to show love back, but we'll figure it out. The the Nigerians Nigerians will say they are, they, they are limiting our enemies. You understand? God forbid. <laughs> all right well uh, thanks thanks everyone for uh, your time and uh this is going to be a great week for all of us you know make, make sure you don't let the timeline uh drag you into a a dirty place you know it's a very busy place on the timeline make sure you're taking breaks and things like that peace y'all peace 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 it's all over.